Hey you, I'm so excited to have you listening to my Christian Life Coaching for Weight Loss podcast, but I don't know if you knew this or not. This particular podcast is for my paying VIP and Thinner Circle clients only. A lot of what I'm sharing here might not make so much sense if you're not one of my paying clients. I would encourage you to take a look in your podcast app for my free podcast, and it's called Even in Weight Loss with Sherry Capilla. That one is where I give away a lot of really good content that's going to help you to take your thoughts captive and make them obedient to the word of God, even in weight loss. It's really going to give you tools if you're a beginner. So I encourage you to just, you know, assess whether or not you should be listening to this one if you're not a VIP or thinner circle client because it really is intended to be for them only. Um, I'm so thankful that you're here and you're listening, but I would encourage you to hop over and take a listen to my free one. Have a good day. Hey you, I am just, well, first of all, welcome back to the podcast. Hello. (laughs) I am just so blown away at our God. I mean, God It's just amazing. And this morning as I was reading the Bible, I, you know, I'm not making really good progress reading the Bible because everything as I'm reading it, God is giving me revelation. And I'm just so thankful for the fact that he has given me an opportunity to help you bridge the gap between your faith and your food to help you to understand how to harness the power of trusting God in your life in all areas, even in weight loss. I mean, this morning, here I was, there I was, I was reading Exodus. And you know what, I just, I kind of can't get past Exodus 16 right now. I'm a little bit stuck and I'm officially two days behind my reading plan. So pray for me, would you? (laughs) Because every time I read something, I just see the message that God has for you and I on our weight loss journey. So Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about trusting God for food freedom, because when we go through these things, I don't know about you, but I find that sometimes when I go through things, if I only knew the big picture, I would have done better. You know, like if somebody would have said to me, Sherry, this is why you need to pay pay attention in middle school math because this is how it's going to affect you in high school and subsequently the rest of your life or how it will relate to what you're going to do in college or the rest of girl I would have paid more attention my grades would have been so much better (laughs) but you know it is what it is I'm just a big picture learner so you might find that if you're somebody who also is just completely a big picture learner this particular episode might also speak to you So, okay, how do I even want to start with it? So isn't it crazy to think that God could allow our struggles in our lives to deepen our faith in him? I mean, think about that for a second. It's just crazy that God could allow our struggles. And that's how he uses what was meant for our harm, for our good. But he allows our struggles, that he could allow our struggles in our lives to deepen our faith and to be a set up for his glory. I mean, that's all I could see this morning as I was reading Exodus. I mean, what if your weight loss right now, your weight loss struggles are truly to bring him glory? Think about that for a second. Doesn't that give you a different perspective somehow? What if your weight loss struggles are truly to bring him glory? Do you see how that could even be possible? Like, think about it. 
And if not, I'm going to paint that big picture for you. Let me ask you this question. Where might his great glory be displayed in your life if you simply trusted him more deeply? Trusting God for food freedom is, and you know this, absolutely hard stuff. But for a lot of us, that's because we're so used to being our own strength and weight loss. And we have, we've just kind of proven to ourselves that we're kind of weak. And so when we start seeking God on our weight loss journey, it's a little bit uncomfortable because we start to let things creep up from our past based on evidence of our previous failure. We start to have doubt and fear. We start to, how do I want to say this? We start to let doubt and fear take the wheel instead of Jesus. You know what I mean? (laughs) Be reminded that God is the way, but his way will not be void of major work, okay? I mean, it's just void of all of the responsibility. You know, he's not asking you to carry the burden entirely on your own. He knows you're not strong enough. But what he ne- what he knows is you're being made stronger and even more than that, he's strong enough for the both of you. So, while just, you know, think about what I just said there. Be reminded that God is the way, but his way will not be void of major work. It's just void of all of the heavy lifting, of all of the responsibility. You just need you just need to take to place rather your doubt on the altar and and put your faith in front of you as you do the hard things that are required of you and when you do this god will free you from the food stuff but it's going to require that you do more than just pray okay i mean because this is something i see with a lot of my clients they spend a lot of time seeking god and it's almost like it's a little bit of a procrastination technique. So yeah, I mean, there I said it, you know, a lot of us will pray instead of working because of procrastinating. It's just a way to prolong, extend, and even procrastinate leveraging our faith even in weight loss. So like I mentioned, God will free you from the food stuff, but it's going to require that you do more than just pray. For example, Exodus 14, 15 says that then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. I mean, this morning when I read that, I was like, yes, that is so good. I mean, the Lord told Moses to stop praying and get moving already. Prayer must have a vital place in our lives. You know, it must be so, but it's, it's going to require action. It's, Prayer's going to have, it has to have a vital place in our lives, but there also has to be a place for action and a time for action. Sometimes we know what to do, but we pray for more, we pray for more guidance. And it's almost like we keep seeking guidance as an excuse to postpone doing the work. If we know what we should do, then it's time to get moving, to do the hard things to plan out the food, identify when you're going to go grocery shopping, go grocery shopping, not buying the potato chips while you're there, having your when moments. If you're in the seekers method, you know the power of when. Having those when moments and paying attention to them. And then coming home, prepping your food, and then actually eating it. I mean, girl, if you're anything like me, you could spend $300 at the grocery store, come home, do all the things, and then have nothing but rotting vegetables in your crisper. Oh my goodness, Charlie is totally snoring right now. Anyhow, I digress. 
So where was I? Okay, so trusting God for weight loss is simply seeing the truth, okay? The big picture here. Taking the goal of skinny and seeing it for what it is, which is really just a worldly goal. Instead, see your weight loss as an opportunity to glorify God. You glorify God when you trust him over your f- over your f- flesh, over your desire to leave the uncomfortable food situations. You know, that uncomfortable food situation might be you showing up at the table with... Um, spaghetti that is made out of spaghetti squash, no sugar marinara, and maybe some Parmesan cheese and some compliant meatballs while your family has regular spaghetti. You know, so that's kind of the big picture I want you to see right now. Lay down the worldly goal of your weight, the number on the scale, because it doesn't bring glory to God. Instead, see your weight loss as an opportunity to glorify him. You glorify God when you trust him over your desire to leave the uncomfortable thing and to go right for the the familiar thing. You get what I'm saying here. You will glorify God every single time you show up at the dinner table and your family sees your obedience and they know that you're seeking God and not a number on the scale anymore. So something I want to point out too that I remember, let me turn my Bible. In Exodus 14, 12, where did I see this here? Let me find this. In Exodus 14, 12, oh my goodness, I love this. It says, let us be slaves to the Egyptians. This was the Israelites speaking. Let us just be slaves to the Egyptians. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. Girl, what? But you know what? Can't you relate to that? Like when you sit down at the dinner table and let's say this time you brought a salad and your family has just ordered pizza from your favorite pizza place. Girl, that's hard stuff. You might find yourself completely relating to the Israelites where you just want to be a slave already because it's easier to be a slave in Egypt than a a corp in in the wilderness. Okay? What you need to see here and learn from the Israelites is that they wanted to be slaves because it was easier and familiar and comfortable, okay? Same thing with you. Going back to that pizza, eating regular spaghetti when you know what you should be doing and you should be eating the compliant thing, that's you wanting to go back and worship easy, wanting to go back to where it was familiar, wanting to just be comfortable instead uh, instead of staying there in the uncomfortable food situation, which is, which is going to lead you to freedom, which is going to strengthen you. I mean, so think about this story. Does this remind you of yourself when you think about how you feel when you just want to press the easy button and just eat the lasagna or something like that? <laughs> Trusting God should be both, how do I want to say this? Both forward looking and backward, how do I want to say this? Backward praising. You know what I mean? Because when you're forward looking, you're moving forward at what you can do through Christ in you, as opposed to what you failed at in the past with just your willpower. Look at how in the past even, when you're looking back on your plan or your life, let's just do that. Let's look, When you look back on your life, Look at how God has saved you from so many things in the past 
not even just in weight loss, but there have been times, there have been seasons, there have been things where God has allowed that struggle to pull you closer to him. And think about how he showed up. So look at how he saved you from the things in the past. And when you set out on this weight loss journey on a daily basis, I want you to think about, I want you to just really approach life being forward thinking and backward thinking in that you're constantly being reminded of how he has done amazing things for you in the past. In fact, this is why I encourage so many of my clients to start an evidence file. So if you're in the seekers method and you've not yet done your evidence file, girl, start because he's going to do powerful things for you and through you, even in weight loss. And I, I want you to capture those to not only praise him, praise him, but also to just be reminded of the great things he's doing. He will use even your weight loss journey for his glory because he knows that your transformation will be the equivalent to the Egyptians watching God part the Red Sea, rather to the Israelites watching God part the Red Sea to their freedom. I mean, that act glorified him and deepened their faith in God. Your weight loss journey has the power to do that for you and even for those around you who are watching you. Because even though you don't know it, people are watching you. And I can reflect now and see how God had a hand in my own journey. My, you know, as I've gone through just my weight loss journey, I'll just take it from there. When I reflect on my own weight loss journey, I can see his hand. I mean, my wilderness and trust seasons were a setup for his glory. He used my difficulties to part Red Seas. <laughs> and now he uses my testimony of trusting and obeying him to free women like you, to bring women closer to him. I love how in Exodus 14, 25, um, it talks a little bit about how when the Egyptians saw what was going on, <laughs> they looked at each other and they said, let's get out of here away from these Israelites because the Lord is fighting for them. Girl, think about that. When you face God and you you accept the fact that you're not strong enough and you pursue and seek his strength in all the things, even in weight loss, he's going to fight for you too. God will strengthen you and give you the power when you are weak. I mean, Isaiah 40, 29 through 31 tells us this, but he needs your trust to make that transaction happen. So watch out and make, make sure that you're not like one of these complaining Israelites who longs for easy and comfortable in their slavery days. There's, you know, you need to watch it because you could be seeking easy and comfortable and familiar and habits or, you know, food instead of when you get into these patterns, you start to seek easy and comfortable instead of positioning yourself to let God reveal his great glory as he, for you, parts the Red Sea in your life. I mean, the Israelites learned so many lessons the hard way from their wilderness journey. Had they only trusted and obeyed, they would have enjoyed the journey from slavery to their promised land. So make sure that you're not, that you're not desiring easy and comfort over desiring the ease of being assured and comforted in God's promises. The Lord told Moses to stop praying and to get moving. So I'm telling you the same thing today. 
give God your trust, definitely pray, and definitely obey. You have a role right now on this weight loss journey, so arm up and start taking action. Trust, pray, obey, even in weight loss.